Welcome to Think the Mouse, the podcast where we talk about all things Disney. Hello, everyone, and thank you for being here with us. I'm Lexi, and I'm joined today and every day by my two pals, Erica and Morgan Lane. Hello. Hi. Today's episode, we will be discussing and discovering different fan conspiracy theories that revolve around all things Disney. So the Disney conspiracy theories we'll be covering will involve the movies, both of the theme parks, and just kind of a general um, overall view, I guess, of um, all things Disney conspiracy with Walt, Walter Disney, if you will. So let's go ahead and jump in. We're going to start with the movies. Um, And I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys know some of these, but um, we were a little surprised by as many as we found. I've only heard of like three or four, but there is a whole like page here of movie conspiracies. So let's start. So we should definitely start with Pixar because I feel like that's the one that like most people know about. Pizza Planet Truck makes an appearance in every Pixar movie. And also let's talk about Boo because she is a huge part, but Pixar has a lot. So we can just kind of like talk about everything Pixar. Oh, yeah, I think that we can probably leave this link to that we found in the description so that people can really get that hands on clicking through all the different stories because Lexi, you found this, right? Yeah, so I found a link that is actually it's literally called pixar30.com. It basically is a not clip by clip, but page by page of how every single Pixar movie is connected to one another. And there's even a timeline, too. So how everything kind of works, the years that they're kind of based in. So it's really neat. Um, We'll definitely share that with you guys for the description of this episode. Awesome. And and with the Pizza Planet truck, um, if you ever look at its license plate, it's got that A113 on it, which is one of the classrooms, I believe, um, that a lot of the animators work or like went went to or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so it's, it's a all throughout Pixar. Yep, so it's the classroom that was um the animators, it's the biggest, the best. Um it's where really all the magic as far as Pixar goes happens is the A one thirteen at the California Institution of the Arts, um, where all the filmmaking happens. So you see it on different doors in Monsters Inc. It's um in a bug's life, it's in Brave. It's literally you're going to find it in every single Pixar movie going to be on it it's it's even Mater's license plate also in cars it's literally everywhere mm-hmm. i think it's even in the parks too i think you can find it a few places maybe but i don't know i am searching for that i bet you probably can like anything pixar because it all has the same it really it comes from the same thing right so along with pixar um up i was a little surprised to hear this conspiracy um because I would have never thought. So, I, who found this? Because I, I have no idea. Like, like what? So I found on a different actual websites out there about kind of Disney fan conspiracy theories and everything about the movie Up. It talks about Carl, who is the older gentleman in the movie. Um, it talks about how the entire movie is basically his afterlife. Um, Paradise Falls, like the very end where it's really pretty and everything, that's basically heaven. 
um, the little Boy Scout, Russell, <laughs> he is going to be the angel that kind of helps Carl get to heaven. Um, he gets Carl to Paradise Falls and everything. And then also the bad guy that's in the movie, spoiler, <laughs> Charles Muntz, he is basically kind of like the devil trying to get Carl to go down to hell, basically, um, and not get to the point where he wants to get to, basically. So if that's the case, then where does Alpha fall in in any of this with his high school <laughs> boys? You know what I mean? Like, are they just little minions? You know, like the little dogs? He falls into high squeaky voice comic relief category. I feel like <laughs> he's so, I just, I love how they did that with him. But yeah, all the little like extras, they have to be little like minions or helpers or something. Kind of like Kevin is to Russell and Doug is also to Russell. Like good guy versus bad guy. I had never heard of this before either, but I feel like it, it can make sense. I see it. But it's kind of like goes back to like, the Pixar theory, I feel like we didn't fully discuss that. It's essentially that of all the Pixar movies, they happen in the same universe and then they happen in chronological order, like starting with Brave and then Incredibles and so on, as far as like timeline goes. And the actions from lead to the actions of another movie where we get to the point of Wally where humans are wiped out because of what happened and everything else previously, and then Boo ties it all together. Which, I mean, you can kind of tell if you look in her little shop, she's got Sully's all over the place. So, the connection Yeah, she is has Sully carved but... into a door. She's making the wooden doors. There's also a Pizza Planet truck that does appear in that scene, too, while um, Merida is in the kind of like witches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, oh it's pretty God. neat. I haven't seen it there. I need to, I need to watch that movie again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, where it's no, not. So it's learn. not. In, it's not in Frozen. <laughs> yeah. Well, Frozen is not Pixar. True. <laughs> I know. I thought it was a good segue. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So speaking of Pixar, Frozen. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, I guess we can jump into Frozen because I, I mean, we know about the Tarzan because that one's actually yeah, the, which is crazy, but also completely makes sense. Oh, 100%. I think that maybe people were pushing too hard, too, to make it something. So they were like, yeah, sure, okay, whatever, it's real, you know. Maybe they did that, but I hope not, because that's, that's pretty sick. I like that. Yeah, no, I, I feel like it makes sense, because they... Go ahead. Oh, I was saying, because we know, based off Frozen 2, like, they find the parent ship, so, like, the parents, if it crashed somewhere, it seems like they, per se, survived, and then they have Tarzan, he... Then something happens to the parents, and then he gets raised by apes or gorillas or whatever they are. Yeah. And then oh, Phil Collins yeah. sings us like the best soundtrack ever. So. <laughs> Phil Collins. For the so good. <laughs> Always a place in my heart for Phil Collins. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh. Oh, speaking of Tarzan, I, I completely spin off of this. Um, I did not write it down, but. There is something in there that Jane is Belle's great, great, great granddaughter. Yes, like, I have heard of that before. Because they like look alike. They both like yellow. I'm like, how do you know Belle likes yellow? Just because she wears a yellow dress in the end. Like that's the only reason. <laughs> that, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, they're related, and they both like beastly men. And then also because of the teapot. Um, mm -hmm. Chip and Mrs. Teapot basically appear in the movie when they're 
going now. through. It's like the scene. I can't remember his name, it's but it's basically the little monkey guy. Trashy yes. Dollar, the song on the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg sings that. Kerchunk. Interesting. <laughs> I love that movie. It's so good. <laughs> anyway. So like, I need to watch that more. But very interesting. And then also for Frozen, it says that Hans secretly has firepowers. Like, yeah, I saw that he's super I against Elsa. I mean, maybe he's using that to try to take her down. Who knows? I feel like that's like super. I don't know. Super conspiracy. I don't know how I feel about that. Is that way he wears gloves too? I mean, villains typically wear gloves in Disney hmm. films. They also if have you... cats. But he didn't have a cat. I'm not a Disney villain. I have cats. Am I a Disney villain? You're a villain in this movie. Are you? No, I'm just kidding. I, mu- I must be. <laughs> I have a cat too, so who's going to win? No. Lexi, obviously. <laughs> when I saw that the he secretly had fire powers, I was like, you know what? I'm going to write this down because I want to see how we would take this because I don't think that this has anything to do with the storyline. I'm not here for it, but I mean, it's I'm a big actually, stretch. I've never heard of that. that is, that's a very big stretch. <laughs> He has gloves. <laughs> they all have gloves. Supposedly, it's because he's completely the like opposite colors of Elsa. He's got the red hair and he wears the white mm-hmm. with the gold. And it's like, okay, so you just want him to try to pull something together because he's from the Southern Isles. Like, try stop trying to make him a good guy. It's never going to happen. No. Never. But love was an open door and they think they were meant to be together, but no. <laughs> so, you know, thanks. Thanks. They no finish each other's sandwiches. sandwiches. Yep. <laughs> How many song puns can we do tonight? <laughs> oh my goodness. Too many. So so going along with Frozen, um, I thought this was really interesting. In Brave, the Queen talks about how the four, four clans have to come together because of the uh, like threat from across the sea, right? Which Norway is across the sea from Scotland. Hmm. See? You see what's going on? So, Arendelle. Mm-hmm. And in Brave, like, they had, you know, some feud, which is crazy because that's Disney and Pixar. So maybe we got a crossover if if it plays out, which would be cool. But they even talk about how the queen has the same streak as Anna. So maybe, like, she got attacked by ice, too. Because it's not, it's like gray, yeah, but it's only the one streak. If you're graying, you're graying in more than one area, right? I mean, I would think Typically, it's how that I'm works. Just like right here, you know. But. I feel like I mean that could that one could make sense. I mean, Disney owns Pixar, so it could all go together. And I think that they're always trying to bring things together that can like make sense if possible. I think this one can definitely make sense. And we know from Frozen too that the people of Arendelle they used to attack things. Oh yeah. So things yeah, they died. Yeah, no. Like, Elsa and Anna's granddad, he was not super nice, apparently, so could definitely be a thing. So we can keep going on this Frozen thing, because in Little of the, Mer- Little of the Mermaid, can we just talk about what I just said? Okay, in The Little Mermaid, <laughs> do we think the shipwreck is theirs? Because they haven't confirmed it, but they haven't denied it either, so what do you think? Do you think I think no. Okay. No. That's a huge... <laughs> yeah and also come on like in frozen 2 they found it like 
on shore. It's not underwater. And I mean, how many years would that take to get underwater? What year is that supposed to take place? And I feel like chronologically, it doesn't make sense. So yeah, I'm not here for it. I'm not here. <laughs> so, so another thing with the Little Mermaid, um, Ariel's mom, I, I wanted to tell this joke because I thought it was funny, but it's kind of kind of a little cynical because her mom would be the Dead Sea because her sisters are all supposed to represent the seven seas. I looked it up and it like had explanations of everything. Yeah, you laugh and I I, really, I, was like, <laughs> I know. Oh, no, I shouldn't laugh. Honestly, that, I think that's pretty so cool. <laughs> but it like it is that so makes sense. Cool. That definitely I understand. I've been to the Dead Sea and it's really cool and I can like kind I can I see that. <laughs> it's but, just like that is that's where you landed. She is the Dead Sea. Yeah. But it says that she was killed in Peter Pan by Hook and I they do kind of hint at that because in the ride at Disney, when you're going through like the Mermaid Lagoon scene, there is a mermaid who looks like Ariel, who is definitely not Ariel, but I'm like, is that her mom? Was she there? Like, I feel like this is a yes. It's the only plausible explanation because we don't know where her mom is. She's just dead, you know? So like... They say that, yeah, in Ariel's, a new beginning, or Ariel's beginning, that she is killed by pirates. So that's just, I never put that together had I not looked it up. Ever. So, no, me either, but, like, in the ride. Her. Yeah, you see her, and you're like, oh, that's totally Ariel, but it's not. <laughs> exactly, it's, like, not her, but it, it's close enough, but, yeah. So, I, do they have yeah. Peter Pan's flight at both parks? They do. Yes. So is she in both parks? I want to say yes. <laughs> I, I want to say yes. With it. Okay. I didn't know if there was a huge difference between the two. But I haven't even looked that. I probably should have looked that up too as I was putting this in here. I haven't been on the Disneyland one since 2011, so I don't remember. Oh, I'm sure. Well, I know in years past and everything about the whole absentee mother mothers being killed off um all that good stuff it was because walt's mother actually passed away and from the movies he was making and everything he always had it where there was no mother in the scene where she either died passed away just was not even mentioned things like that and so that could just kind of be because what little mermaid was from like the 80s i think 90 early 90s 80s. Like 89 i think yeah 89 i think yeah, so I think, yeah, I don't know, it could have just been tied along to that whole trend. That makes sense, because if you look at, like, all of the movies, there are no parents. Where's, where's no. Max's mom, okay. you know? They make the whole, actually... so, Go ahead. in, um, have you guys watched, or, like, it's a Hollywood Studios, the Frozen sing-along, because, like, there's a part where, like, the part of um Eric is, they are what the people who are talking storytelling story. yes Arendelle and Arendelle, did you sleep through all of Arendelle history 101 and there's a part where he's like dad parents what is this Bambi little mermaid he's like keeps like he's like Tarzan Lion King and he just starts laughing mm -hmm. I'm like yeah because it's literally every it's single everything <laughs> yeah because oh, like that's just a Disney thing like this is great for little children <laughs> Like, yeah, let's teach him. Let's teach him that it's okay. It's 
At the parents of Moana. She, I mean, her grandma dies, but her parents, they are <laughs> hanging in there. That is, that's one hell of a segue. Yes. <laughs> this is something that I found that I was, um, I don't know if I believe it. So I'll let you guys discuss this one because I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the theory that barrier between the spiritual school world and the, the real world, Maui's Island is located in the spiritual world, and in order for Moana to get there, she has to, or to get to, like, back to Tafiti, she has to die, and they can communicate because she too is dead. I'm not, I don't think so. I don't know. I, li- I like that movie way too much to think that. Maybe that's why they didn't take Pua. Oh, yeah, because they're like, hey, hey, we can get rid of him. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, they're like uh, Pua's too smart. We can't, we can't use him. I don't know. I, I think know. this one's. I think this one's too big of a stretch, honestly, because she does come back and mm-hmm. she is basically not the ruler of her island, but yeah, basically the ruler. She's the the new person well, in charge of the whole thing. Who you mean? So she she rose from. No, I don't know. I don't, I'm not Moana Montanui. Okay. <laughs> board my boat <laughs> i love her she is pretty great i i like that this is completely off topic but in lilo and stitch how um nani's boyfriend is wearing maui's necklace like he's oh he is he's wearing the hook yeah mm-hmm. that... and there's another another conspiracy around lilo and stitch that her parents were cia agents yeah i've heard that too yeah which makes sense i think a little bit because Agent Bubbles. Yeah. Agent Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, the series, I think, more than the movie. I'm currently watching the series. I've seen it before, but I'm, I'm re-watching it right now because I like seeing all of them. I like the sandwich game. <laughs> I like the punch the term. <laughs> <laughs> Which is I great. I name them, but I, I love it. I love it which is like one of my favorites. The Lilo is my all-time favorite Disney movie. Fun fact. Really? Mm-hmm. All-time. All-time favorite. If I had to choose one, I would watch that over and over. I love Stitch. I love Hawaii. I just... I... It's just so good. Like, I love how, like, savage Lilo is to, like, her, like, not friends, but who the people are in her class. Like, she is just, and she loves, there's just so much about her. She's a very well-developed character. You know, and I don't think as a kid, I really understood how she was as a character. But then, like, like she lost her parents. She's going yeah. through some stuff. I never even realized. Okay, this is completely off topic, but, like, what? <laughs> That's crazy. I know, now she's trying to adopt this dog that turns into an alien, like, come on. Oh my gosh, she's having one hell of a day. Like, she is. In space, like, she got caught by another alien? Okay. Plot twist. I'm just kidding. If you haven't seen Lilo and Stitch, like... It's from 2002, get with it. <laughs> that is such a long time ago. Almost it's 20 years old. It's my cat. It's the same age as my cat. That's okay. literally how old it is. Heck yeah, okay. Yeah. Kitty for a while. while. She's half thriving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was a good movie. And then another good movie, honestly, that was recently just came out was Tangled. I think it was like 2010 or 2012. 2011, um, 2010, okay. Yeah. I love no, Tangled. That, had, that one right there, I think, has a lot of different conspiracy theories that come about within it. 
Um, one of the biggest ones is that Mother Gothel, basically the villain in the movie, is also the evil queen from Snow White. Huge stretch, but honestly, there's some similar characteristics between the two. They're both obsessed with themselves. They both want to be young forever. Honestly, they're both vain. So it's possible, <laughs> I will have to say. I mean, maybe, but the I'm like very big into timelines, apparently. Where in the timeline do these fall? I mean, mother <laughs> young forever, but like, I mean, she can change her appearance too. Kind of, the evil queen can kind of like change things we know. So like, it, it is possible. And they do have all the same characteristics. So there's that. Maybe. I just yeah. started watching it for my first time last year and I've seen it like five times now. What, Tangled? <laughs> yeah, I never like- Have you watched the series? No, I have no. not. I've heard good things. But I, I just watched the movie again last week. Like, I really like the movie now. in the series now, because there's a reason they didn't make a sequel on that movie, and thank thank you, Disney, for not making a sequel of that movie. (laughs) The series is the best thing. I don't... But again, and again, it's like my Lilo and Stitch. Like, and it, it like, kind of goes with more of the stuff, so you kind of figure out who Mother Gothel is. So this evil queen thing could be more of a push, because they do go more into her past, and it's just... Lexi, have you seen it? Because it's insane. No. Oh my gosh, you guys need to watch it. I guess it's on my watch list now. <laughs> I'm going to do that tomorrow. It is so good. I didn't think it would be, because you know, it's it's on Disney Channel. Like, you don't think it's, it's a kid show. Is it animated? Oh, well, yes. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's kind of different animation. And at first, like, wasn't on board. But then the more I watched it, it it's like, it's the same characters that voice them in the movies, too. So it's... Hmm. Oh, that's cool. Exactly like you want it to be. Oh, it's so good. You need to watch it. <laughs> that's that's all I can say. It is just so good. So and I think that is more possible. Okay, well then I definitely need to watch that. But it's also it's been confirmed or not like this part necessarily, but like Rapunzel is at Elsa's coronation, so they're saying that Rapunzel is Anna and Elsa's cousin. I feel like that is truly a thing because she's there in the background but it's with her short brown hair so it's like after the movie of course takes place well, and like she's there with Eugene and, yeah her mom and Elsa and Anna's mom look like exactly alike but I think it's the brother aren't they like isn't like the dad or something is related to her I love the relation besides the cousin factor so don't know whose parents are brother and sister with who you know but. I think that's also in the series See, because the series is what we have to watch, apparently. Yeah. I'm on it tomorrow. <laughs> Dude, you binge it. Like, it's not hard. They're only, like, 20, 25-minute episodes. Okay, that's better than what am I currently watching. I was watching um, the making of um, Frozen 2 into the unknown. I'm only three episodes into so that. Good. It's only six episodes. It's amazing, and it's, like, emotional, and it's, oh, I love it. I'm Basically, Disney Plus has everything. One. Or the one, I guess, I, I think it came with Frozen when it came out on, on DVD or Blu-ray. Where you can watch, like, the behind the scenes or something. Yeah, I think it's the first one. Yeah. I watched that. Very good and interesting. And now I'm like, I want to be an animator for a Disney Studios. I'm like, I have no computer skills, so I guess I won't be. But here we are. Oh, man, the stress <laughs> you would be under. Oh, man. I'll stick with my day I job. I have a hard time doing stuff that I want to put myself on a deadline they'd be like hey you need this next week and it'd be like two weeks later they were asking for it 
but they're able to bring so much magic and I think Disney itself has so much magic within it and what's really super special is all the kind of behind the scenes kind of different things that you aren't really knowing about which I think at Disney World a lot does get covered up um one thing is kind of a conspiracy theory is that there is a little boy spirit who died either while making the ride or while the ride was happening um but he's kind of still there lurking around and laughs and giggles while people are on the ride and late at night that makes me never want to ride again i'm petrified <laughs> of things like that I think I found a picture of the, the little boy. He like okay, well, R.I.P. to me riding one of my favorite rides ever. R.I.P. I don't do well to like... It's, I know I will. I love it. It's great, but I'm like petrified of like actual scary things. But Haunted Mansion's like not scary, but that is... Yeah. A ghost? I don't want to be haunted by something. Yeah, what, he's going to come after me. Okay, so speaking of ghosts, there, there's the, you know, Walt Disney's, um, his, like, little apartment above what, what the firehouse or something at Disneyland, how they have that, there's a um, lamp in the window that's never turned off. Well, it used to, after he died, it would continue to turn on by itself, so then they just left it on, but people see the curtains and stuff moving still, so it's like... If, if Walt Disney's there, I am not afraid of no ghost. Like, I am the best friend, buddy. I feel you know, like it's like, special effects. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, Disney magic. definitely pull that off, but I don't think that they would do that. I think that'd be too much of a stretch. I don't know. Maybe. I, uh, I mean, I'm okay with, like, the skeletons on pirates. Like, people think that. And I'm like, that's, like, more plausible. Yeah. Yeah, they actually did come out and say that those um, skeleton bones were real when the um, attraction first opened up. Then they did say they did switch them out with fake ones. Um, I don't know why. They said it was just because they kind of wanted to make people feel a little bit more comfortable. But people to this day still believe that the skeleton bones are still there. And they never were really replaced. I wouldn't doubt it. Just like the people that get their ashes, you know, all over the place. There's no way they can get all of that up. There's no way. Or that they, like, I mean, yeah, Disney's thorough, okay? But I just don't think you can't get all that up. Plus, if, if they were donated, like these skeletons were donated from a university, I would just eat them. Shoot. If they were donated, why not? Unless it's haunting and things are, like, breaking down, then just leave them. Yeah, I feel like it's not haunted. I feel like it's different. It's like pirates with real skeletons. It's like authentic, you know? <laughs> it smells authentic. It looks authentic. Must it be. is authentic. <laughs> Disney does do a lot with their smells throughout the parks and everything. They apparently control people with their minds through the smells. Walking down Main Street, you get the smell of fresh baked cookies. You get the smell of the fresh popcorn, things like that. They want to kind of get you to buy the things. And you do, don't you? Yeah. I have heard that, and I do believe that's true. <laughs> I feel like it works. I feel like we're all, like, like I don't know. 
it definitely works on me. I feel like it works on all of us. And <laughs> Disney has the best smells. And that's why they make candles out of all these scents. So here we are. Agreed. I agree. I mean, too bad they don't sell Happy the Trees on the rides. So you can enjoy two smells at once. But, you know, like, because the ride has a smell. And that makes you want to go back. So see, they're just they're just trying to get you back at Disney, period. They're really trying to That's so true. Back. Which, I mean, I guess you could... Don't people, like, live in Bay Lake Tower? Like, they're a residential... What? Hotel room. Yeah, you know that? Like, I think there are some residential people that live there, so I guess technically, maybe they're the ones that are completely mind-controlled. Really? I thought it was just Golden Oaks that people live at. Maybe I have are. heard of I, that. I, I thought I heard that a couple people lived in Bay Lake. Maybe... Hmm. Maybe I'm crazy. I, well, I know what's crazy. We should look that I know what's really crazy is that Another thing that lives at the parks are the cats that roam around during the night time. No, they roam around during the day, too. I've seen them at Disneyland. I haven't seen them at Disney World as much, but I've seen them at Disneyland. There's a whole Instagram page for them, and I've seen them in person. I take pictures of them. They're super cute. Not, I haven't seen them at Disney. Yeah, there's a follow the Instagram account for it's at Disneyland, not Disney World. Um, but yeah, there's the I'm not sure what it's called, but they're fantastic, and the cast members feed them. There's little bowls left around. I saw, like, a lot of them when I was, like, over by where Winnie the Pooh is in Disneyland. I mean, they roam throughout most of it, but a lot in Fantasyland. They kick them out because they weren't a threat, so he just let them roam, and they ate the mice. They're perfect. So it worked. Yep. I've seen them over at Snow White's Cottage in Disney World. They like to sleep by the front door. I must look for them there. They're, I, they're, oh, I love them. Well, now with capacity being, a, you know, a lot higher, with those long, long lines, we'll be able to gaze in Perfect. I mean, my natural habitat. <laughs> <laughs> Standing in Disney gazing, watching cats. It's like what I live for. Like, actually, though. The best. You know, but so the conspiracy behind Walt being frozen. Do you, I, I I have always believed in this. I know that it's Same. not real, but I want him to be frozen. So he can I have as well. I just assumed everyone thought he was also frozen. Right. <laughs> I thought that was just a fact. I thought so too. <laughs> and they were like, "No, he's really not. He died." But I don't believe you. There's no way. Yeah, no, I know that he had lung cancer and he died. I get that, but like, why can't he be frozen? <laughs> He, they could have froze him after he died. Like, I don't think that's, like, something weird. No, I don't, I don't think so. It's for science. In 66, he comes back, you know? Oh, I mean, that's coming up. Not really, but kind of. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, four like, years. We're going to be doing this podcast like this. We're not going to be Let's that help. Oh, yeah, I guess we'll be old. Yeah, we'll be old, dude. We'll be, like, 70. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lexi, you're getting close. You'll be in your 60s. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes, that's scary. What's also really scary is that another conspiracy theory that people, some people believe is that at the attraction, it's a small world in Disneyland. Um, Back when the first few years it was opened, someone actually hung themselves and um, died on the ride. And there is a picture that does kind of float around sometimes about that. I don't know, though. I it mean, it's too small. 
Yeah. I know that the I ceilings mean, are really high, I've but it seen too it. small. I feel like I've seen the fake or real picture that they... I, I don't... It, it could be a like thing. It superimposed the Haunted Mansion one on the ceiling of the school. Oh, yeah, that's but true. But they evacuated it, so I'm really confused. I they do evacuations all the time for all different that's reasons, true. and I don't know. I just feel like something like that... And stuff. Yeah. Even though... Another rumor, conspiracy theory, is that no one can truly die on property at Disney. Like, so they won't pronounce them dead, is what you're saying. So if someone dies of a heart attack, they'll, like, move them off property and be like, they died over there! Yep. That's what that people way. have been saying, yes. Yep. Interesting. That one I haven't heard, but I feel like Disney would work to... No, that's not true, because what about the kid who got eaten by the alligator? <laughs> they probably like, you can't... Them dead in the ambulance on the way to the hospital. Inside of the alley. Property. Nope, it was outside of the arches. It, <laughs> see, see you real soon. He was dead at, you know, like that's exactly what probably happened. And I know that sounds really morbid, but you know. They no, but that's know. probably true if they're like trying to like. So it's like that's like the latest like big thing, which was like years ago now, but still like, yeah, relatively was recent. That? that was at the Seven Seas. Yeah, Seven Seas. That was about, I want to say three, yeah. three or four years ago because it was crazy because what 20 years ago 18 years ago i actually swam in there mm -hmm. while we were doing the campgrounds and everything uh Disney well we're lucky you're alive my parents were like <laughs> yeah i was like oh my goodness <laughs> well they okay, but like, so it's they used florida to have a swimming area right there in the front of the polynesian they so the beach right. was accessible but they had it all blocked off so i think that maybe it had like that same kind of net that goes all the way down maybe but yeah, you're always gonna run the risk with water like that, especially. It's with yeah, it's Florida. It's the South. Like if there's still water, you're assuming there's an alligator it's in there something. Or a snake. It's like but... no, because that's like to like so my um, I don't know, John, my husband's grandparents they live in Hilton Head, and so their community is like a Sun City where like all the elderly live, and there's if there's still water like on the Gulf. There are literally alligators everywhere. There's alligators that come out of the freaking thing from their backyard. There's alligators that come out on the golf course. And same with my they parents out of Florida. Right. They do. The alligators like, smell fresh blood. Here I come. Like, <laughs> they're just there. They're like, oh, it's a still terrible pond water. I'm in I'm in it. I'm so like, yeah, we don't have them here either. Yeah, we don't have any weird things like that. I do always, ever since that did happen um, to the little boy, when I stay at Pop Century and I see the signs and stuff like the aware I'm like, oh no, I'm going to get eaten by a snake. Like, just every time it pops into my head or something that I'm going to get, like, eaten by one of these two things. I mean, I it's sad that I had to, like, take that to happen, like, for them to put up those signs, but I hope you don't get eaten by anything either. So, <laughs> Me too. You know. I want to enjoy my time there. <laughs> I mean, if you do die, it won't be on Disney property, though, so there's that. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I know Disney has so many weird things that rules and different regulations that they have. Another weird thing that I think Disneyland apparently has is a no-fly zone over its property. Um, so basically, any airplane, any helicopter, they can't fly over it. I think that's so weird. Yeah, because I feel like Disneyland, Disney World definitely does not have that, because like, you can see stuff from the sky. I mean, they used to. I that, think, like, I think or maybe it, it might. Yeah. 
it could still be there. You can just see stuff just. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, though. I feel like you don't see certain, I mean, now you do. You see, like, those people, like, spelling out things in their planes. But, like, Mm -hmm. for, like, commercial flights, I feel like you don't see any of that flying over the Disney parks. Makes, like, a more immersive experience. Is that what you mean? What? What do you mean? The commercial flights, like anything that's like, um, like a passenger plane, like you don't um, typically see any of that. Like I don't think that like either Disneyland or Disney World is in a flight path. They, I feel like they made a purposely made that no fly zone so it doesn't distract from the experience. Absolutely. They don't want to ruin the magic. Yeah, I've definitely yeah. heard that because it's yeah they want you to be engulfed completely in that magical. Now I've never been on a plane over Disney World, so I have no idea if you even have been able to see it or anything. So. I cannot confirm nor deny that either of those are true. But I know you can't fly a drone over anything. That is very true. You cannot do that. So maybe it's a no-fly zone? Because you can't fly your drone? So, I don't know. (laughs) I've always heard that. But I I don't think I've ever looked up when I'm at Disney World to see if there's any planes flying over or not. I don't know. I feel like you'd hear them. I feel like I don't hear them. I only see like those stupid planes that are like, I've seen at Disney Springs more so. That they're like spelling out like different things in the sky. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, like, like the banner ones or. Yeah. Some... I feel like those are like smaller. Yeah, exactly. They're over the beaches. Usually. Yeah, and the beaches, we, de- we definitely see them. But no, it is cool. Basketball court inside the matter. And on the Imagineering story, they show that. So that's what's pretty cool for that. It's a very good show. If you guys are, what is it, like a documentary or docu-series or something? Yeah. Yeah, it's six episodes, I think. Six or eight episodes, hour long, I think, each one. They wanted to make it like in a short little movie, about two hours, but there was just so much information they had to make it into like a docu-series. The Imagineering story was actually the very first thing I watched on Disney Plus when that came out. And it was so good. Highly recommended. It's the first thing I watched too. And it's like, it's amazing. Even John, my husband, who is like, likes Disney, but like doesn't like love it, not super into it, was like so into that show. So. Yeah, I want to say Zach was too, because he's, he's the same way as John. He's not super into it. He likes Star Wars. You know, he likes to be as obsessed with me to make me feel like I can be good about it. But, um, no, he, he likes watching the more technical behind-the-scenes side of stuff. So if you haven't seen The Imaginary Story, go watch it. If that means you need to clean your house and watch it, like, do something. Like I, Sometimes documentaries, I can't sit and, like, actually focus. So, go watch it. I'm pretty sure during it, they even talked about the whole go-away green. I know it's kind of been rumored, but they've also kind of confirmed it a few different times. But they, they basically use Go Away Green all over the Disney property to make things invisible to guests. So basically, it's all in plain sight, but you really don't notice it. But anyways, yes, Go Away Green is used everywhere. So the Haunted Mansion side entrance is Go Away Green, right? No, it's actually like a gray color. I actually took a picture of it. And definitely we'll share that out to everyone. But it's like a gray color. It's get back gray. You're right. Get back gray. <laughs> get back. It basically blends in with like the wall and everything right there. So it yeah, looks like a door, but it's not really like a door. 
Yeah, I feel like they do that a lot over Disney property. They make things like blend into the surroundings really, really well. Which I Another love. Another thing that they use to blend in is actually the door and area for Club 33. It's basically the very exclusive Disney fan club type thing that you had to pay a lot of money to join. But originally, it was rumored to be a meeting place for the Illuminati. <laughs> Which is cool because my grandparents or great-grandparents were part of the Freemasons, which is what Walt Disney was a part of, which is technically the Illuminati today. Um, So basically you're saying you're a member of Club 33. I cannot confirm nor deny (laughs) these accusations. (laughs) I I feel like that would just be such a cool place to go and to be a part of. And like, Like if anyone's listening... I don't know. I think it's like thousands. It's like celebrities are a part of it. I know one girl who I met via like the Disney Instagram, um, she's been to it multiple times. And I was like, okay, hi. You have hey. to know the right people. Right. Like, I clearly don't know the right people. No, that's on definitely on my bucket list to eventually make it there down down the line, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, life rich yeah and we can buy just dvc and grand floridian by itself like (laughs) that is the goal that place is nuts expensive i feel like i'll be like 50 and i'll be like i can all this now i mean that's still only like 20 (laughs) years away so probably not but i don't know i think i can afford it now but really i can't (laughs) i think i can afford a lot of things now and i can't so it's fine what do you mean I can afford everything I want? <laughs> yeah, Club 33 is on that list. Yeah, that would be I think cool. this is... I didn't know it was that exclusive. Very, yes. Hmm. I just thought it was kind of like like annual pass holder. <laughs> I <laughs> wish that I would be there like yesterday. <laughs> I know. I oh yeah, the like waiting list. Tier. No, the waiting list for this club and everything, like you are going to be on this waiting list for years and years Stop. to join. Yeah, it's like over a decade long or something ridiculous. So they say, which is obviously another conspiracy theory because we no one knows because no one knows anyone apart from it. But <laughs> right, you know why? Because they're all what they say. Illuminati. Probably, and they have their secret meetings at Club Thirty Three, including all these celebrities who are a part of it. Like John Stamos, if you're listening, tell us more. John Stamos is part of Club Thirty Three. No, um, him and his well, his wife is obsessed with Disney, and they go to Disney all the time. I go really far down the rabbit hole. It's only at Disneyland, right? Um, Originally, yes, but now, no. There's a Club 33 at every Disney park around the world, I believe. And if there's not one yet, they are opening one at every Disney park. Well, that's not exclusive anymore. They're making it more accessible for those. It was only at one park. Now they're being like, oh, if you have money, you should be able to travel the world and go to this exclusive club everywhere you are. (laughs) I have heard it's in... I have heard it's in the Disney California Adventure Park um, at the Cathar. Oh, I cannot see this word. Catharsis Circle. It's like the okay. restaurant right there where it's like super fancy. I know I butchered that name of it. And I'm so sorry. I can't I've pronounce heard- it either. <laughs> but I've heard there is a spot in there for it. Yeah, I feel like at one point I was like looking up all the spots and I'm like, 
I just like want to find the door and take a picture with it, and that really didn't happen. Is it not like? <laughs> do they not have a ground marker for it instead? No, it's yeah, like it's supposed to be like secret and like not like you're not really supposed to know what's really there, so unless you know it's green, there. Isn't it? Exactly. That thing's still away green for sure. <laughs> yeah, you can only see it if you know it's there. Very exclusive. Mm -hmm. If you have enough magic or imagination. There's so much well magic. Imagination. We hope you found some great information in this episode to help you plan your next magical trip to Disney World or Disneyland. And always remember to thank the mouse. Don't forget to follow us over on our Instagram page at thankthemouse. And if you're interested in being a guest on our podcast, please email thankthemouse at gmail.com. need of a travel planner? Destination Magic has a very dedicated team of travel agents ready to plan your next magical getaway. Use referral code BMLAND when booking, and we'll see you real soon.